Welcome to the Talent Talk with Robert Walters podcast, where we speak to business leaders around the globe to bring you the latest trends and insights from the world of work. Hello, I'm Alex Vickers, Managing Consultant of the Sales and Marketing Division at Robert Walters, and today we present the Act Like a Startup and Win the War of Talent podcast series where we speak to startup leaders around the globe to share strategies and best practices on how to attract and retain your best talent. Today we interview Eli Bernal, Innovation and Global Sales Director at Transfer. Welcome, Eli. Hello, Alex. Thank you very much for your time and Happy to be here with you. Thank you. We are also very happy to have you. Um, today, we are going to cover uh, the topic constant innovation. Shall we begin? Let's go. Perfect, Eli. Then the first question I have for you is, how do you promote an innovative culture? Well, uh, we think this is very important. And first of all, uh, I think the recruitment is very important because it's easier to um, keep this culture if you already hire innovative people rather than make them change when they are working in the company. But um, also the thickness of the group comes from startups or we are entrepreneurs. So I think it's easy to share this innovative mindset among all of them and, and us as well. And mainly highlights and we work around seven main concepts which are our key values. Like, for example, empathy, innovation, excellence, customer orientation, commitment, ambition, clarity. We have all of these written down very big in the main room. So mostly every day in all dailies, we remember that these are our values and our work should be um, around all these topics. And these are the drivers. So okay. innovation would only be around the technology that we are using for building our products, but also like the processes we, we lead or we keep on doing in the company. Both the marketing and sales department also work, for example, with agile methodologies. And we keep the main artifacts of Scrum in our day-to-day. -day, so we are in constant contact with, uh, with the teams, with dailies, reviews, retros, where we go back again on the processes we followed and we try to find something that could be better done for the next time. And we, we give constant feedback to the, um, to the employees. Positive, yeah. negative, but very constant in order to keep on uh, the company growing and this innovative culture going on. Okay, sounds really interesting. I completely agree uh, with what you said. Um, I, I found really interest, interesting what you said about the, um, the recruitment part because I agree, completely agree with you when you say that it's important that you hire already people that um, you see them with this kind of mindset. So, so I think it's easier if you already have a good um, recruitment process where you can find these people that are not trying to change uh, yeah, this kind and, of mindset. And especially in startups, the, um, the soft skills people have are very, very important, more than even the hard skills. And this is about yeah. their, their own personality. So 
it's really important to make this process as detailed as possible and also count with professionals like Robert Walter that can always help in this kind of issues or tasks yep. that other companies might have. Yeah. Hey, so really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, Ellie. Then on the on the second part, um, second question, I, I I wanted to ask you, what are the techniques you use to develop uh, new products? Yes, here we have two ways. First is gathering feedback, constant feedback of our clients, the market, experts and advisors that are around uh, our company. Because since our company is based on product, this product needs to evolve, but satisfying the needs of the potential and real customers. So this is something we have like very present and we carry out different meetings or brainstorming meetings with the, with the clients to try and, and add new features and functionalities to the roadmap. New features are always tested and validated with potential customers every time. Okay. And we are fully customer oriented. So we don't develop anything that the market isn't willing to buy. And we try to test this in the, in the first stages. Also design sprint, this is um, something we use for developing new projects and services, not only for the technology, but also website or other products, online products that we need to, to launch in the company, which might help other departments. It's not only about the product, but, right? Okay. But, um, this is a methodology we found mm -hmm. in Google that Google was using, and we made some changes for, um, in order to adapt it to us. And it's really useful. We detect any gray areas before we go to production. We try to align the team. And also the prototyping phase give us more information about the final product. And this makes it easier for us to estimate the effort and the cost in order to reduce deviations or other risks that we might face during the project management of, of the item itself. Okay, yeah, well, I find that you have a really complete uh, methodology implemented in your company uh, regarding new product development. And I, I found really interesting what you said about uh, having a mindset of customer oriented, because um, what we see a lot of times is that uh, you have great ideas, but maybe it's not what exactly the customer needs. So I think it's a really good um, uh, way uh, to focus your, your development of the product. Yeah, sometimes we also face some problems here because if you ask the customers, they always want everything. So at some yeah. point, you also need to make uh, the priority and, and we should double check with other, or not other customers, but the real customers which are already in the system. So are they willing to pay for new features or is something they just would like or it would be nice to have? Because it yeah. also makes a change, especially totally that we, we are a startup, we don't have like um, resources <laughs> limited. So mm -hmm. we, we need to make priorities on that. We have the roadmap, we try to follow the roadmap. Of course, if something comes or there's a new technology or something that we think it's vital or very important to introduce, we can also like modify this roadmap or we keep on having these time buffers for um, facing anything that can happen in the meanwhile. Okay, Yeli, thank you. Yeah, really, uh, really interesting insights there um, of being flexible and also uh, setting a, a reasonable price for your product. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. So um, the third question I have for you is regarding uh, failure, because it's the thing that um, happens to all the companies uh, in some time of their uh, their life. Um, so in, in your case, particularly, how, how do you embrace failures? <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that we embrace failure with a big smile in our face, but at least we try not to go into depression for more than one day. So we understand okay. this is part of our jobs and mm -hmm. our careers and failure is also a powerful source of knowledge. So we try to learn from that and very important, communicate this failure to the rest of the company or any new profile which comes in to try to reduce the probability of making the same mistake twice. Because probably the same mistake you can make, it's the same mistake someone will make in, in, in another stage, especially if people change jobs. So we try to give this knowledge all the time about everything that we already tried and didn't work. So people don't try to propose that again. This is a little bit like contradictory because on the other hand, we really like that new people try their own things because it's the best way for them to learn. So incentivate failure as well in young and junior profiles. As I said, sometimes it's good that people find the right solutions by themselves. And this only comes after trying, making mistakes and learning from that. So sometimes we, we say like, okay, this is your green field. How would you come up with a solution or resolve this problem and see uh, what uh, the conclusions they, they reach? Yeah, and uh, as you said, um, first of all, it's very important that you don't get, uh, let's say, a lot depressed for a failure, and this doesn't stop you to try it again. Um, and also, I agree uh, on what you said, uh, that you have to incentivate these kind of uh, uh, actions and to, be, uh, to have the courage to, to try new things, if not, uh, the main topic that we are covering here today, innovation, is is not <laughs> yes. achieved. So on the yeah. on the other on the other side, for example, failure in strategic areas that could also be a big disaster. Eh? We try yeah. to keep the failure also controlled, and for the strategic part, we try to work with pilots or small scale projects. And after we test, we validate with the market, then we go one step further and try to scale up the processes but uh with the strategic yeah. areas we are a little bit more conservative <laughs> yeah yeah and and i think it's the right way to 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 focus this because it's not um uh, failure is interesting to to grow but uh maybe is all the time it can be a, a serious problem for the for the development of the company so so thank you very much also for this insight in this in this topic and um, i'm afraid we are getting to the end of today's interview uh, thank you so much, Eli, for sharing so many valuable insights. Uh, thanks, everyone, who is listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice thank day. Thank you.